This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the Migs cast, and I am Steve Migs here with the Reverend Fuego. Hi! Glenn Cannon! We're back! We are, I know, it feels like I haven't seen you guys in forever. Or a week or so, but yeah, which yeah. is forever at, at the pace, <laughs> pace of life at which... I'm assuming you guys have the same pace of life I do, which is ridiculous. Go, no. go, 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 yeah, go, no, go, go! No. Yeah. No? <laughs> not, no, not compared to yours, man. Really? No, now it's just uh, staying at home and inviting everybody to come over. That's that's a good plan. Yeah. It's a smart plan. <laughs> yeah. I find that pretty much at this point, I'm so burnt out that all activities beyond spending time with my wife and my cats... Hard pass. Is a, is a bummer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so burnt out. I am so burnt out, man. But life is good. It was yeah. funny. On Saturday, we had plans going on our buddy's boat and having a great time. My wife woke up in the morning, and she was having some stomach issues, like just not feeling very good. And I was like, you know, we were supposed to go to a birthday party before that. And she's like, I'm going to cancel with my friend and just tell him I can't come to the birthday party because I just don't feel like if I'm going to get sick or what. And I'm like, that's cool. So what's your take on the whole boat thing? If you're having stomach issues, I don't know if being on a boat's a good Not idea. Right, yeah. yeah. And so power she, drinking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> else do you do on a boat? Unless you want to hurl on our friend's boat. Sid's, I mean, Sid's just chugging from that plastic handle. Of, yeah. like, <laughs> so, Steven, uh, this is so much fun! My stomach doesn't <laughs> even hurt anymore! <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yeah, we're just like, I'm like to hit my buddy up, Munson, and I'm just like, Hey, man, uh, unless you want my wife puking on your boat, maybe we should have a rain check. He's like, yeah, let's tell up another time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Munson, so easygoing. He's like, if, you're feeling, if she's feeling better, let me know. But otherwise, yeah, I don't want no puking on my boat. I don't blame him. Oh, I mean, man. See, I actually did stuff on Sunday. Like, we had some people over, and then uh, there was a thing down in Tacoma, down on 6th Ave, uh, part of, you know, Jazz Bones and where all that is, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Mary Martin, everything, all the way down towards almost Sprague. Mary Mart, not familiar with this place. Oh, you don't know about that? <laughs> what do they sell? Mary's? Uh, yes, exactly. Mary's and Jane's. Uh-huh. Uh, there was an art on the Ave, which basically they just shut down the street. They and- shut down 6th Ave? Yes. Jeez, that must have been a cluster F. Uh, no, not really, because it was just a big, huge block party. Yes. I mean, it's awesome, but yeah. I mean, that's like a major oh, three-way. Well, yeah, at California Avenue, they do the same thing in West Seattle, like the farmer's market. That's every weekend. They oh, yeah, this is just down California this Avenue. This is just yeah. once. I got to get to that one. Well, yeah. no, I'm, I'm saying it, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, yeah. West Seattle doesn't implode, you know what I mean? So I'm sure. <laughs> oh, parking was uh, atrocious for oh, anyone geez. living around there. Oh, yeah. sure. Or if you had to actually work in that area, it was uh, it was a pure hellscape on that end, but uh, it was it was super cool. So um, your uh, your bassist, Jeff Rouse? No, Kristen. Oh, oh Kristen. <laughs> and uh, he was there. We uh, saw Levi, Levi nice. Lyon, nice. and a bunch of other Lime people. Pride. There. Yep. 
So, uh, it was just his birthday. Yes, happy it was. Happy birthday, Levi. Oh, man. Happy it, birthday, Levi. I missed his birthday. I think it was like a couple days ago. It might have been Sunday. It was Sunday because I uh, caught up with him, and he was on top of his bus, and we were partying, listening to uh, some music. That sounds uh, some terrible, music. yeah. And he's what like, a, oh, yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> right on, man. So, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. I actually went out and did something on Sunday. Got sunburnt, and you can see the red on my No, you, you don't look head. burned. You look, you look good, man. Well, you look me, healthy. You've got some you color look healthy. To you. What, like do, I, in what a do I look like before? Kind of way. Yeah. What do I look like before then? <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have that kind of. I call it the Seattle moon tan. Like a, oh, it's like a yeah. nice shade of gray. You know, in in uh, January and February, you can pretty much like disrobe me, and I'm like the visible man, except all my organs are black. <laughs> you know, dude. It's you funny go, you mentioned that. This is what cirrhosis of the liver looks like. <laughs> Try not to drink so much, kids. You know, they use me at high schools. Some guy called me out buck. on social media about me needing to tan, which I thought was one of the funniest things. Again, some guy called me out, <laughs> yo, bro, on social media, bro, bro, hey man, bro. you I look a lot tan. hotter with the tan, <laughs> right? So I post that picture of me and Lulu walking. Mm-hmm. You know, I always like posting yeah, pictures great. of me yeah. walking yeah. Lulu because it's a pink leash, and I think it's just hilarious a dude with tattoos <laughs> yeah, man. walking Lulu with the pink leash. So I post a picture, and you know. Uh, it's like if I want to get a lot of likes on my Instagram pictures, I just post a picture of me and Lulu. Yes. It always gets like, it's like 600 likes or something like that. I post something else that I felt was more heartfelt. It gets like 100 likes. And I'm just like, well, clearly I should just post pictures of me and my dog. Yep. Yeah. No one gives a crap about anything that's uplifting. Welcome to the internet. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, a lot of like really cool comments. Lulu's adorable. Who's that mutant walking her? No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> I'm always like, well, where's going to be the one? You know, there's always going to be somebody that's going to have to say something. Well, luckily it wasn't anything bad. One guy goes, bro, you need to get some tattoos on your legs. And I'm like, I actually do have some tattoos. They're just on the sides, but I'm working on a chest piece, and that's, you know, priorities. I can't afford to get tattoos everywhere. Like, Why that's, not? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Tony F. and Mitchell at Tony's Trying and True, can you grow a couple extra arms so you could do it all at once? Oh, that's creepy. So I post that. I comment back on the guy. Next guy, bro, you need to tan them chicken legs. And I'm just oh, like, oh, jeez. <laughs> and I'm just like, so I write it back. And all I can write back because I'm just laughing about this comment. Like, I'm, I'm actually being Hey, shamed. man, if you weren't staring at my milky calves, you wouldn't have noticed that they need sun. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Catch you later, brah. All I write back is, yeah, man, I have no intentions of tanning, ever. <laughs> I just want to yeah, respond. Yeah, it's perfect. That's I it. was just going to respond with K. I know. I just wanted to write a thumbs back, up. And he, go, and he writes back. I mean, he was not being a total dick. He was just, you know, obviously just people, you can't tell what their sarcasm mm-hmm. or tone is. Yeah. He writes back, yeah, and it shows and ha, 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 and everything was great. And we made out. It was perfect. Cool. Nice. But cool. yeah, I just thought it was funny, though. A dude's giving me a hard time. Of all things, not about like getting better shape. You need to get this. some sun, bro. Right. You need to go tanning, brah. There's like, like two in the Jersey Shore? No, we're not. And it's most of the time you're just going to like get the overcast sunburn. Like that's all I get in Seattle. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I know I'm just going to peel and then it's just going, there's no tanning. It's going to go from this right now. It'll peel and then it'll go away and I'll be white again. I've been lucky. I don't. I can't remember the last time I peeled, dude. Because I'll neither. get I'll get blasted. I will. I'll get I'll get nuked. Like my left arm will be beat red, or <laughs> the tops of my knees. And but it's oh, those are the worst. Oh, man, we were we were. Our window oh. pane was out uh, at State Line Idaho doing a show, and mm-hmm. then driving back. Um, the entire time I was driving, the the, the sun was beating in through the driver's side window so badly. Driver's tan. I had to like. <laughs> I took my shirt off and I wrapped my left arm in my shirt. And uh-huh. then, uh, Kathy Cooper, that sells all our merch, had this thing. Shout out, Kathy. She draped that over my left knee to basically because I was like, "Look, I'm in trouble." And it got to a point where I was like, 
sitting on the edge of the seat towards the inside of the van. Yeah. Like just to get, to away. get away a little bit. Oh, yeah, man. It was like, it, you know, the, the whole left side of my body was being blowtorched, you know? The literal worst sunburn I've ever had was when I was in Hawaii. I fell asleep on the beach oh. and my. That uh, was your first time going, right? Yes. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, we had the condo, uh, the condo timeshare on uh, on Waikiki and I went in, into the water. I had sunscreened and everything. So I was prepared for that. But then I got out of it, uh, did not reapply, and then promptly fell asleep on the beach. Forty some odd minutes later, I'm crispy and uh, just uh, literally purple for like a year and a half. And at that point, your your vacation's ruined. It in a way it ruined the next day. Yeah, because we were supposed to go to the 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 Hawaii uh, the Aloha Bowl because they do a farmers market on the Wednesday. And this you and your on markets, Tuesday. man. Yeah, I know, yeah right? farmers markets. They're fun. Yeah, you can find all sorts of weird things. Um, but uh, I, by the time we went to the restaurant after the beach, uh, I could feel it. I could feel it on my stomach, and I could feel it on my kneecaps. And the, the next morning, yeah. I couldn't stand up to pee because m- the top of my knees hurt so bad. Oh. Standing up and locking my legs was excruciating. Oh, dude, that's so bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. and I yeah. just, like, for the rest of that day, it was just going with my wife to places where she would experience the sun and I would hide under an umbrella <laughs> or any type of shade. I'm like, under the boardwalk. I'm cool, boardwalk. Yeah. I'm cool <laughs> under over the here. Fire Don't worry about me. <laughs> Dude, the worst sunburn we had, it wasn't the worst, the worst sunburn I ever had was in, uh, man, it was, a, it was a festival, it was Lollapalooza in New York, I can't remember, like Jones oh, Beach or cool. something. Yes, yeah, Beastie Boys and all the Jesus. Cypress Hill and so many great bands, but it was overcast, and this is before I was wise to the fact that when the clouds were out, you could still get hit with the UVs, mm-hmm. this was before the internet, we didn't know anything back in those days. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm just having a great time, it's overcast, Cypress Hill's killing it, Start feeling a little tight around the head. Everything's fine. The next day, I look at my head and it's beet red yeah, yeah. to the point where I don't want to gross people out. Your, I don't know your what Your head felt tight because it was becoming beef jerky. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then there was like green pus. Yes. I, I, oh, I, yeah, my. I had, really? I had, it was bad. Yeah, I had that in an Enfest one year. Yeah, dude, that was that. green pus. Yeah, it was like my my forehead was sliming out. I had yeah. to keep a. a oh, God. I had to keep a just a enjoy a, your breakfast, lunch, or dinner whenever you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> no, I mean it's I, it was right, a washcloth. I just had just over terrible. it the whole time. It was just the worst. S- like soak it up. I had a shaved head at that time too, and it was yeah. awful. But uh, Hawaii also, my wife had some really bad sunburn. I had it decently bad. We went cycling, like we got, we rented a couple bicycles and just rode bikes right along the water, and it was incredible. My favorite thing ever. Yeah, (laughs) you remember? (laughs) (laughs) Did you get a good selfie or anything? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Continue the story. (laughs) I didn't mean to interject. Go go right ahead, buddy. It was that time. Uh, Safety first. It was that time. (laughs) (laughs) We're done. My wife's hand. Were bright red. Um, she oh. covered with sunscreen everywhere, but the top of her hands. And you're holding the bike. It yeah, cooked it cooked those hands. And she oh, was like, it, it, "It got mine decently bad, but it got hers really bad." <sighs> yeah, it was. It was that terrible. Sucked. You mentioned uh, state line window pane. How was the show? Oh, it was fun, man. You know, uh, went out. Actually, it was pretty cool. They had the way they had it set up. There's a bar right. Did you kick the new drummer out yet, or is everything good? <laughs> oh, to with him? no, <laughs> man, everything's great. Uh, Noah's Noah's killing it. Um, no, it, uh, they had two stages going. They basically set up outside the bar, this whole parking lot area, and they had a, a, a huge production, man. Um, Gary Cook, the singer of Invasive, put the whole thing on. And, Invasive, uh, and, uh, yeah, man. He, but he's also a promoter and. Um, Man, yeah, it was it was a really really cool man. It was a fun day. 
Um, we all imbibed a bit and then limped back home Saturday. We were supposed to do a doubleheader. We were supposed to play in Portland as well, but uh, there was some ball droppage on behalf of our agent. And, uh, Uh-oh. So uh, Portland didn't happen, and so, yeah, we just did State Line and, and burned us back home. I saw the uh, picture know. of Air Casper. I was gonna. Oh, that was like such that? a sweet such picture, dude. Sweet picture of like a shot of alcohol. It's on your social medias. Someone had brought uh, a shot of shots of Jack Daniels to yeah, the stage for the band. But they, they realize you're a sober band. I don't understand why. Right. No, we've we, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jake, sure. this amazing bartender. The, the bar is called Cruisers, right? It's like a, a motorcycle themed bar. And uh, Jake, the bartender there, is awesome. The first night we were over there, I wish the um, manager's name was Eddie. Actually, the, the owner is this remarkably attractive brunette woman. I mean, on a scale of 1 to 10, she's a goddamn 10.5. She's nice. really nice. sexy, the owner. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> and her husband's a nice that, guy, too. Ah, yeah, but, uh, but that is a very important part of the story. I don't care what the story is. Anytime there's a hot woman involved, it's yeah, an important yeah. part to the story. Well, that's why when you brought that up, I'm like, actually, man, the owner is this gorgeous woman. But anyway, um, this dude, Jake, he's this amazing bartender. The first time we were ever there. He, we were getting ready to leave, and he's like, hey, will you guys sign this? And he hands us a bottle of Jack Daniels. We're like, why do you do you have a collection going? Or what? And he's like, no, I want you guys to sign that bottle. You killed it. And we're like, oh, we took the last shots. He's like, no, no. I cracked it for you guys, and you killed it. And what was scary oh. is Sean was drinking vodka. So that was me, Tony, and Chris. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, man, we'll sure, sign that yeah, thing. Why not? So yeah, this, the, Jake, the bartender there, has become like a power fan. He has all our records. And every time we've been back to Cruisers now, he's like, yeah, big hugs across the bar. The boys are back. And he goes and gets a fresh Jack Daniels bottle and cracks it. And we all have a shot together. He, he has a shot with us. We all have a shot that's together. Killer, and he's man. like, I love you guys. So. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's like... um. State line and the shows there have always been, it's been a lot of fun, and this one was no exception, man. Just really cool people, really warm, fun. It was it was a good time, man. We had a blast. Actually, um, uh, we were supposed to play with, uh, like, Baby the Nobodies from Tacoma yeah. was playing the Saturday. Those guys are rad. Yeah, we were supposed to play the Saturday originally, and we rearranged everything for the Portland gig that didn't even happen. So mm, we were kind of bummed. Yeah, right. I mean, we had a blast Friday, don't get me wrong, but it would have been awesome to play with a bunch of our Seattle friends uh, on Saturday, and it didn't work out that oh. way. That's the only bummer about it. Other than that, you know, road tripping with my band and my friends, and it was a, it was a good trip, man. The, uh, the uh, van make it okay? Did just fine. Perfect. Just, did just fine. No, no insane blowouts? No, or... no. It is funny though. I mean, I keep we're we're pushing our luck because I don't have a spare for the van. Dude, get one. And you know what was bad is this time for the first time ever we pulled out of town. I'm like, I didn't grab any of my tools, Uh and I was like, Do not jinx yourself. Right? Don't say that. Say it. Don't think it. I never said it to the band. I never said, guys. By the way, I left all my tools in the RV because every time we go anywhere, (laughs) you know, unless it's really like Olympia or Tacoma, who cares? Yeah. But anything over a couple hours, um, I, I always bring a tool set. Always. And this time, it's like, dude, if we get a flat, I'm not even sure I have a lug wrench in here. Uh-oh. You know? So, uh, <laughs> well, fortunately, uh, we no back. worries. Yeah, yeah, right? Nothing bad happened, man. You know? Yeah. I, I, I've been checking on my phone because I've been trying to find it because you also did the show. We haven't talked since the show at the Crocodile. The, oh, God, the that's right. Show. That's right. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't able to make it. I was still, because uh, they had me doing some stuff towards the end of the 3 one Battle show because I was hoping I could bail out at intermission, but stuff was just so crazy that I still had stuff to do after the intermission that I was able to get there in time. But I went on, of course, your social media. And if you don't mind, I, I saw somebody post something and it's a clip from the new songs. Oh, on, go ahead. Yeah. All right. It's probably phone audio, but do it up. Yeah, it's a very cell phone audio. Yeah. Oh, this is straight up the board. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, got the goosebumps already. I was really jacked about this one, man. Like this? No, I actually don't. No, yes, I freaking love this. I think you should release it just like this. Shout out to <laughs> for posting it. Oh, here's another one. Oh, that's Make That Call. That's one of our new songs, one of my favorites. There's some guy right in the front row that's just banging the living F out of his head. I can see it with this. Yep. How good did it feel to play some new songs? It was cool. Yeah. It was cool, man. Yeah, hard one, you know. Yeah, when I was watching these online, I was just like getting all jacked. It was a good show. Place, place was yes. packed. I mean, I never got word officially on whether or not it was sold out, but I did hear some people were talking online about no more tickets being available at the door, and I don't know if that was people like, oh, I was going to go, but I couldn't get in, or if it was like, yeah, I tried to go and couldn't get in. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if it, was, if it wasn't sold out, it was sure as hell wall-to-wall, and it was a really fun night. It was a great night, dude. And then our boy Travis, uh, our singer from Bruiser Brody, yeah, Brock, he yeah. starts the night off and sings Bocelli, or Bocelli, Bocelli. Italian opera. Italian opera guy. If I say that, I'm not getting anything wrong. This is Travis starting the night. What the hell? Oh, I mean, this it, is awesome, it but... sick. <laughs> like, What? Right? So he, he he did an acoustic set. You can't even say hidden talent there. I mean, he, I know he's talented, but wow. Can you just start off every Bruiser Brody just with that as you come on stage? I don't know. It might be a, a hazard on the floor because I think every woman in the audience <laughs> is going to make that floor wet. <laughs> well, you, I got to see it. I went and Get saw him the, the next ladies. night at uh, Highway 99. I went and saw him do a set as well because he actually uh, they rolled that piano out for him and he played piano, which was sick. Dude, he did um, uh, Lighter Shade of Pale or Whiter Shade of Pale, uh-huh. which was incredible. Just him on the piano. Then he did every Bruiser Brody song, Everyone's Dead. How'd that come on the piano? Uh, it was really cool. Yeah. But it was it was the same thing. And then, and then he ended with that. But um, you got to imagine when, because he was like, dude, I want to do this. Because I'm just, I'm sick of, I want to do what I want to do. And I'm like, God, I can relate to that, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Be you. So he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna do this Italian opera thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not into playback, but I'm going to let him just play the music bad. And I'm going to sing it. I think there's certain exceptions so, to the rule. And I think this is definitely one of those where you could have a playback. Well, you got a picture. So he does his acoustic set. He's up there with an acoustic guitar. His set was killer. And then the music starts. He just takes his guitar off and starts singing. Everyone in the crowd, it's kind of like a cat seeing a weird light. So everyone's head is cocked slightly to the left, and their mouths are slightly (laughs) open. Everyone's like, huh? And then within about 10 seconds, the heads are straight again, and the mouths are further open with kind of a, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, right? And then within about a minute, everyone's jaws are wide open. They're all just going, no way, this is incredible. Right? I can't believe I'm seeing this. And that was the coolest thing was watching the audience go from what? Yeah. To, oh, this is cool. To, Holy Jesus, crap. this is incredible. <laughs> this guy's got pipes. It was so cool, man. Oh, man. Watching that whole room go through that transition. And then when he ended that piece, I mean, I'm telling you, the place just yeah. exploded. No, Everyone I, I, just went berserk. I it saw a different so video cool. on like, Facebook somebody posted and, and the re- eruption. Oh, yeah. It was it was cool, man. When I think that was part of the eruption, it was literally like, what? No. Oh. 
into this oh, mother effort dude. pulled it off. Oh, this is sick. Yeah, you know, like this whole ride occurred. So yeah, by the time he's done, people yeah. just lost their oh, lost their man. ass. And I'm so happy to hear that. Oh, it was great. It was yeah. a really cool way to start the night. And then Mock Society came in, killed it. The guys in Jaded Mary killed it. They always like put on guys. a great show. Um place was packed out. And yeah, we got up there and played for damn near 90 minutes. Um played a long set, some stuff we hadn't done in a while. The new song we just wrote with Noah. Had to feel so uh, good to be back up there. It was cool, man. Having some stability, you know, having a There's, band, like having a drummer. It's a great band, and it's you know, it's solid. Yeah, it's, it's easy to look around and go, like, God, man, I'm surrounded by assassins. This is really cool. Now, when I when I saw those two clips, I'm like, oh, cool, I get to hear. And, and when like the one, the first one we played, when the chorus kicked in, I was like smiling from ear to ear. I'm just like, uh, this it's is, a this, big these evil. Are the, these are my boys, man. Uh, yeah, I love you guys, so I'm this, happy to see that. Yeah, man. Yeah, so we're. There it is, you know. Uh, we're we're still clinging on for dear life, <laughs> trying to try, continuing to ice skate uphill, you know, at the rate of a grandmother's crawl. We will succeed. Nice. So you get a lot of people helping push you up that way. I yeah, think. you man, know, a lot yeah. of a lot of fans, people who love you. And yeah, actually, that's that's the one thing, man. Is um, especially since we've been, you know, we were able to at least announce the cities. Um, but you know, there's little pockets of fans on the East Coast that are like, well, we're going to catch these four shows. Like there's people that are literally going to follow us and stuff. So nice. It's uh, it's cool. Everything's cool. You know what I mean? And yeah, state line was fun. And this weekend we're going to play the Lake Fair in Olympia. It's apparently some huge thing. Where I think really? we're headlining it. Ooh, um, what, what, what day is that? Night. Friday, Friday night. night. Nice. Huh? The yeah. Lake Fair Friday. We try night to only Olympia. play when we know you're doing three, two, one battle, dude. Pretty much. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, it's Defy, but it's wrestling. Yeah. Basically. Oh, sorry, my bad. You know, and if it's yeah. any Friday, it's pretty much I'm busy doing something because then it's like this Friday I'm at Defy, yeah. and there's a three, two, one battle this Friday as well. So it's a really awkward thing for me to be able to Ooh, have, oh. yeah, right. pick between one or the other. Yeah, you're torn. But I mean, I, I just went with the one where I had the most responsibility, which is Defy. Uh, and, and but both are, I mean, going to be great nights of wrestling. And then next Saturday, next Friday night, I'm off to Portland. Uh, Defy is going to be doing a one in Portland on the 20th. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited about Big that. Big production? Like, did they rent out a... The Hawthorne Theater. Oh, I'm familiar with that place. It's, sure. like, it's a cool, like, smaller club, I but know where it's, it's got at. a balcony. And mm-hmm. I saw the pictures from the, the last time they did it, I couldn't make it down. Just stuff in my life made it so I couldn't go. Um, but it looked really cool. It had a cool punk rock vibe to it. So nice. I'm, I'm excited about going to check that one out. So there's a lot of cool stuff. Lots of wrestling for me to be involved with. Definitely. Nice. Always. Cool. Always. I'm always doing something <laughs> with the world of wrestling. <laughs> that that glow so has returned, of course. Dude, um, finished it. You finished it already? Love it. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, Tiny and I haven't finished it yet. but oh, I'm like one or two episodes away from being done. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, the last like the last couple of episodes. I mean, the whole, the whole second season is fantastic. Yeah, I agree. But the last couple bring it together. Perfectly, and one of the episodes is so weird. Is uh, it the one where they do the episode of Glow? Yes, we yeah we yep. just we just okay. watched the episode that was yeah the episode. Was, I'm like watching it, and, and I'm I don't like, think what this are is they a spoiler. Doing here? Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. are they doing here? And it was literally an episode of, of the, the episode. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and was, I grew up watching Glow, and they did a pretty good job. I mean, did they? Okay, I, I was wondering how far off from it because I remember a little bit of Glow, from but not what very I remember. Much. There was more wrestling. And yeah. still skits and still stuff like that, but I think they went a little bit more heavy on the skits, which makes sense. I yeah. mean, it's, people are watching this not because of the wrestling; they're watching this because they like the actors and the characters and the stories. But mm-hmm. that's the episode that I think uh, um, I, I lost my wife on the show. 
Really? Oh, she was like, Stephen, I no longer get what's happening. I feel like she forced herself to fall asleep. And ever since I've been like, hey, you want to- Forced herself. I wish I could do that every goddamn night of my life. (laughs) I know, dude. I forced myself to fall asleep. What the hell? It took me two and a half hours last night to force myself to sleep, man. It was brutal. I get so desperate, I'm ready to tuck an Ambien in my backside, you know? I mean, come on, man. Can we split it so I can get half? God. Oh, dude, I'll crush it up and blow it up your cornhole with a straw. All right, and then I'll puke it into your mouth like baby birds. Oh, that's weird. You don't know what desperation is. Dude, because ever since then, I'm like, hey, you want to watch uh, more Glow? She's like, well, what else do we have on uh, oh, DVR? No, I'm going to go watch this paint dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, you just got to it's like, there's only a couple episodes left. Just finish it. They're half hour long. Just finish oh, this season. She, she lost her connection. Uh, yeah, I think that one just kind of, she just thought it was stupid. It, it was a little billions? out there. I want to. I hear no. it's great. We So I'd heard about it forever, and I forget what Tommy and I had finished. And then she was like, you want to give billions a shot? And I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's got Paul Giamatti in it, and he's oh, he's stud. good, dud. Yeah, he's uh, actually pretty great. Maggie Siff, the gorgeous brunette from Sons of Anarchy, she's uh. in it. Um, and then the that guy with the red hair that was in uh, Homeland, um, and he's been in a couple, but he's killer. And I'm like, man, it's got a great. I don't know if I'm going to be into this financial show, but. It's got a great cast. Dude. It's that good. Oh, dude. It's yeah. so good. How many seasons are it? Is uh, it two or four, three? Oh, four. Four. We just okay. killed it. And I'm telling you, within three episodes, you'll be hooked. Okay. And man, when they do a season finale, I mean, they, you... Oh, Damian Lewis. Is that that's the, guy? the guy? Yeah, that's the guy you're talking about. He's he, killer. He's he killer, looked, man. What was he in? He was in something that was really know. good as he well. He was in HBO's Band of Brothers. He was yes. incredible in that. Um, he owned in Homeland. He was in like the first four or five scenes of Homeland. The guy's a badass. He's a total pimp, man. And Paul Giamatti just, dude, he owns. He just owns. And, he's and, such a good actor. Oh, he's dude. But you, those guys get into these things where they're basically they're moments where they are face to face, basically just seething with hatred for each other. Nice. And those scenes last like three minutes, where one guy talks, the other guy talks. One guy talks, the other guy, and it's just uh, like like evil tennis mm-hmm. and when the scene ends like you'll laugh out loud you will laugh out loud in your living room like damn yeah it's killer it's killer uh, I, you know? I, I've been, I have been I've been hearing it from like people on podcasts or celebrities that like rave about our other shows but I, mean, I didn't that, expect to be that into it, it to, to hear it from a friend blew me away obsessed with it. I gotta go well that's my thing I was like ah it's yeah. all the financial world it's all gonna be big business stuff I don't know and I'm sure there'll be cutthroat throaty politicky stuff I don't know if this is something I'm gonna connect with the it's so good. It's you know what show killer. we've been hooked on that's killer. actually been like our go-to whenever we just have nothing else to watch. Typically, it's like bar rescues or shows like that. Shows yeah. that you know the one I mentioned on the air, but you have Netflix. Have you watched Nailed It? No. Okay. <laughs> if you just want a good, no, what's Nailed brainless, it, belly laugh of a show, it's basic. It, it's a cooking show. It's like all of those cooking shows you see on TV where you got three judges. Tawny loves that stuff. You got an hour. And to I, make I this. watch them with her sometimes, and I'm always engaged. Well, this one's even more awesome because what they do is they'll show you like a, an awesome looking cake that was made, and now they've they have three contestants who are not very good cooks. Who think so they are me. right? <laughs> They're like, oh no, I cook, but it's not great. Me but I'm pretty Rev. good. <laughs> Let's do this, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and their You're goal is to replicate whatever it is. They give them the directions and the ingredients and all that. Now they have to create that. And then the whole joke is that they didn't really nail it. Sure. No. So every time, like, here's what it's supposed to look like. 
here's what you did. And then the person's like, nailed it. And it's just a pile of S. It's so <laughs> deep. I, it's I, laugh out loud funny. There are times where my wife and I are in tears because it's just so bad. Okay, all right. so one of the, one of the uh, this is a really interesting tie-in, but I actually produce a podcast for one of the ladies who was on, who was on Nailed It. What nice. season was she on? Episode season five, season, season one, one, season one, who Dana Moon. Uh, she had to do the emoji cake. Where, oh, yes. Yes, where she tried to do it and she... Wh- uh, which one did she do? Uh, I think it was... I, I can't turn this monitor because it'll die. Was it the sunglasses? <laughs> it was the kissy, the kissy face oh, one. Oh, she did a terrible she, job. She was the one that was sneaking <laughs> vodka from the back. Yes. Because she found where they had the cooking vodka Dude. and she was sneaking the vodka, got hammered, realized that she... what They were Prince all doing it with... She was, they were all doing it with fondant. Uh, to make the emoji cake, and she, she did it with icing, and she was doing it with icing. Did we it wrong? Just watch this one. Yeah, and then tried to quickly do it. Realize it didn't realize that you can't just throw the fondant on the on the cake when it's warm because it'll melt it, and make it weird. And then she ice. It was it, it's terrible, <laughs> but it was so funny because I'm just talking with her, so and it's like any time that I just wanted to kind of like quiet her up, or like because we'll go, we'll we'll text back and forth, and I was just like, ah, eh, go bake a cake. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious that you're Silence. working with her. What's yeah. her podcast called? Uh, it's the Moon Me Podcast. Moon Me? Yeah. It, her last name's Moon. Yeah, yeah. And okay. so, yeah. And it, I mean, it's it's her butt cheeks on the... That's awesome. <laughs> That's kind of incredible. Uh, uh, All right, picture. sure. I'll, yeah, I'm good. But yeah, so it's like I saw her name on it. I was like, oh, no way. And that's like the only episode that I've like watched the entire thing. Oh. I'll watch little segments of each one. They had one where they had to make their own face. Like somebody like a decent chef or a baker made cookies of everybody that was like a contestant's face. And then they all had to do their own face. And it's... <laughs> I mean, it's just, I can't, you, dude, watch it. All right. Whenever you just need like a half hour of something fast to watch that you just mm-hmm. need a good laugh. Well, we, we just killed Billions and yeah. then tore into Glow. Because that's what, it, when I get home late, that's kind of, um, sadly, I end up having to eat dinner a lot at like 1130. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what Tony and I will do is we'll kind of cuddle yep. up on the couch. I'll kind of eat my dinner, if you want to call it that, at midnight. And um, mm-hmm. and we'll watch a couple episodes of something and just kind of you know hang out. Yeah, that's, oh, this, that's our little way to, that we spend time together. If you, know? you two want just a good laugh of something mindless and fun, this is the perfect show for all right. it, man. Well, I, oh, yeah. I bet Tawny dive on it because she's yep. she's the one that got me turned on to all those various, not just cooking shows, but the contests and the chef yep. and the master chef and the mm-hmm. you know the home chef thing and you know and like I said, every time I stumble, I'm like, oh sweet, and she's like, I can change this. I'm like, nah. Yeah, no, I love those. I, shows. I'm engaged. This is cool, yeah. and I will totally watch this. Like, and it's yeah. and it's so much fun. Like nailed it is actually a lot of fun to watch. Some of them are a little intense a lot of the times, yeah. especially in the Gordon Ramsay ones with the adults. They're, yeah, I'll they, only they watch like intense. Master Chef Junior because at least they're really it's nice, to, nice the to the kids. Kind of yeah. nice to the kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And some so, of those it's pretty hardcore. Yeah. It is. I'm just like, like mm-hmm. man, that that's just mean what you just said. Dude, yeah. they had a guy mean. nailed it. It was like this Italian former cop. And the things they had to pick were like different, like uh, like animals in like this little pool of mud kind of thing. And there was like an elephant. There was something else, and there was a pig. He specifically grabbed like the elephant or something. They're like, yeah, I'm not picking the pig because I don't need to hear these jokes, you know. But then he does his, and he's not even reading the directions. Like they give you oh, an iPad no. with the instructions of what you need to do and how to bake. And he's just like, I just do things by how I like. And he's like, a little pinch of this. And the, the chef guy is watching. He's like, this is not going to be good. This is going to be bad. And they try and like, oh, it's a little bit better than I thought. But still, it tastes like ass. <laughs> it's great, dude. I highly recommend it. It's, it's, a, it's a fun show. Um, you know, let's do some voicemails, emails, and text messages. I'm sure we'll talk about other stuff as well because we never really do any of them anyway. <laughs> well, as, as you said, that's kind of funny because I, 
I've been quietly watching uh, Ken Burns. Have you ever seen Ken Burns? Yes. There's, well, he finally released a Vietnam documentary, which has been incredible. Ooh. So I'm kind of making myself laugh like, you know, I should check out Nailed It after I finish Ken Burns. <laughs> after I watch <laughs> this really show. dark, heavy yeah. documentary. I need some, uh, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, I was some like, well, I'm going to finish yep. that first. You might want to cleanse the palate with some ginger before you switch. Oh, and, you know, Tawny will come in like, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, Ken's Burns, Ken Burns. Do you want to put something else on, hon? She's like, yeah, yeah. can we? <laughs> That's like my, my That's wife with wrestling. Yeah, she's like, Glenn, this is, I'm like, this is fascinating. She's like, this is deeply upsetting. Dark and sad. <laughs> you know, yeah, Let's do this I go through these terrible phases. It's one of these males. Shall we Dig it. Yeah. Stay This is going to be probably the dumbest question. Oh, <laughs> this is probably going to be the dumbest segment. That went right to it. That was inner voice, Steve, not outer voice, Steve. That's a great uh, memento. That's foreshadowing, kids. Whoa. Ooh. I got a text message, so I grabbed the clip of audio from this morning. Uh, I was just double checking before we finished, started this podcast, and someone said, Migs, I'm listening this morning. Holy crap, Billy Bob Thornton rules. Dude. I seriously can't believe you asked one of the greatest actors of all time their opinion on pineapple being on pizza. LOL. Oh, I think that's tight, dude. That's why I love you. <laughs> it did happen. I bet, was was Billy Bob like, man, good question. I Actually, we have the audio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hook this up, so dude. So just to preface it, I think I mentioned this. So, you know, whenever we have a guest on, and he was he's on because if you're listening to this today on a Tuesday, and you want to see Billy's band, and his band is really yeah, good. Yeah, they're killer. They're yeah, killer. the Box Makers. Mm -hmm. And they're really awesome. They're playing at the Admiral Theater in Bremerton. So... I wish it was in a Tuesday night and in Bremerton. Otherwise, yeah. I would 100% want to go check this out. But um, if you live in the, the Kitsap area, man, go check them out. It's like 30 bucks, yeah. I think, for a ticket. So it's well worth and it. And they're cool. It's a rough and tumble. It's cool. Ooh. That yeah. was my inner dialogue, actually. It's kind of like, Rev and I were talking, like, their new stuff. I could even just grab a quick, like, just give you guys a quick sample. Uh, just to give you a, an idea of my day, I completely forgot my laptop. So yeah, I was going to say, where's your uh, fancy Microsoft <laughs> workbook the thing there? It's, it's sitting in uh, my house uh, where, where I leave it so that I remember to bring it. You know, if you want to hide it from your wife, you could put it under your DVD box set of Glow. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a track. This is one of my favorites off of the new record, which just came out last week, I believe. It's called Clear Enough. Politics and laundry soap. Like Rev and I were saying, it's like Bob Bob Dylan-esque type voice meets the Beach Boys. I've got mine, you've got yours. Why do you ask me why I like the things I like? It's my business, not your business. Is that clear enough? Does that sound too rough? It's funny, because um, the only stuff of them I've ever heard has been live. Uh-huh. And it's so much more raw and rough and tumble live that yeah. the production of this is almost throwing me. Well, I think, I think of, like I said, I, I think of them as very rough and tumble kind of, 
but yeah, this is the music. But yeah, it's interesting. The only footage I've ever seen of them was of them performing live. Interesting. And okay. it was really raw. It was this, but raw. And I was like, oh, man, man, this is vibey. Now I'd like to see them live. I'd yeah. like to hear a raw so, I mean, find like some Tonight Show performances or some random stuff like that, man. It's just, it's a little rougher. Yeah. Okay. I, I dug it. Yeah, I, I, I know that they've done, they've done some like re- re- recent television performances. Let me check. I, I can find that because, yeah, again, it's at the Admiral De- Theater. Um, Billy Bob Boxmasters. There we go. Uh, Admiral Theater in Bremerton. You could just go to, I think, admiraltheater.org to get information or just yes. type it in Google. I mean, You're correct. Geez, people, you can figure it out. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Come on. All right. So here's one from them. Let's just go ahead a little bit. Yeah, see what I yeah. mean? Right away. Totally. A little more crunchy. Yeah, it's just there's a rawness to it live that I really dug. Oh, this is him on the drums on this song, too. Wow. Yo, Billy. Or someone that looks like Billy on drums. <laughs> well, I think he started playing, when he started playing music, he originally was a drummer. And then he's kind of done a little bit of everything, but I think oh. now he just sings with That's uh, why the you two guys masters. vibe so well. Yeah, dude. It was so, it was cool. So we're, I think also, we. I'm glad I played a clip of that song to start the show. Like I did as an intro. I'm like, you can see these guys at the Admiral Theater. And I played that song because that's my favorite off of the new record. I was listening to it a bunch yesterday. It set a really good tone for it all, man. And the two of them, it was him and J.D. Andrew, who's a member of the band as well. And they're like, you're the first show that's ever played the music? Played, played a newer song. Like I guess others oh, okay. have played an old song of theirs. But like, you're the first one to actually play something that's represents what we sound like now and we really appreciate that so they were Mm because i read some things people like oh you better not ask him questions about acting because he's just gonna walk off and i was like it's not gonna do that i'm sure though he has been annoyed by interviewers because all they want to do is talk about his movies when he's clearly on to talk about his his band band. and i think you got to be respectful of that and if you're not you're kind of being a jerk in Mm -hmm. my opinion absolutely but of course people are like no he's the jerk you should just talk about his movies and it's like no (sighs) thank you people (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah, that's all you have to say is people. Like if you show him respect, talk about the music, at some point he's going to have no problem talking about acting. Yeah. And he didn't. We, we it was originally going to be like a 10 minute interview. I think it, was, it turned out to be about 30. It was a no, little Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right around 30 minutes. But it's, yeah. it's one of those things, man. Like it, uh I'm trying to think of an experience. I, when I met Peter Buck, for example. Okay. I rolled, I rolled up mm-hmm. was like, yeah, guitar safari I rolled up. Hey man, what's going on? And he's like, "Oh, hey, nice to meet you." I'm like, Dude, I just want to geek out with you, man. What are you running through these days? I saw some footage of you playing Les Paul's live. Are you getting away from the Rickies? Are you still doing the AC30 thing? What are you doing these days? Mm-hmm. His whole personality yep. lit up. And we had a bad... Imagine if I'd walked up and said, what's Michael like? Yeah. He'd have been like... <laughs> Why don't you write another he's everyone's my, hurt? He's my friend. He's my singer. Please F off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's that kind of thing. You're talking to him about something that... He's passionate about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if he was promoting a new film, then it's like, well, dude, you know, what was, what was it like to work with this director? What do you think about mm-hmm. the, but he's not promoting a goddamn film. He's promoting his right. band. So yeah, you're spot like on, He's dude. got a new show yeah. called Goliath, the second season, which apparently- Goliath season one was good. Yeah, I, I, I keep hearing this oh, show is amazing. So good. I want to watch that because he was fantastic so in good. Fargo. Like if you watch the first season of Fargo, mm-hmm. I think it was the first season, yep. he was so good in that. Owned it. Yeah. He's a great actor. He's yeah. amazing. You know what the funny thing is? I'm not even like a guy that like knows all the movies he's been in. For me, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton will always be Bad Santa and yeah. uh, Coach Buttermaker from the <laughs> There's new version a random, of There's a random great And Mr. Woodcock. <laughs> like, those are my movies. From- Billy Bob Thornton and uh, <laughs> Cusack, so John Cusack movies. called Pushing Tin. Yes. 
That's a great movie, man. I yeah, do with, know that with those two guys. So, but yeah, yeah, so my my reference of Billy Bob is not really his movies. It's more all the interviews I ever see him in. Yeah, I've always contended I would love to just sit at a bar and have a couple drinks and just talk to Billy Bob Thornton. Like mm-hmm. we recently had this conversation on the air, and that was the first name that popped into my mind, Billy yeah. Bob Thornton. And I'm not even a big fan of his movies. Not because but he just seems like a down to earth cool person. He just seems cool yeah. as that. Yeah. Like he doesn't seem pretentious. He just seems like a normal dude. Uh, so we're talking to him, and this morning I was listening to his episode on a drive-in because I was trying to get in the right mindset whenever we interview anyone. I try and find a recent interview that they've done, and when I drive in, I listen to it, and it might like get me thinking about a question or something. So I'm listening to him on Mark Maron's podcast, which was just a, about a couple months ago. I think he was on that, or maybe even last month. If you have a chance, listen to it because it's really cool to hear him talk about his early days of music. Uh, how then when he decided to do acting, his acting teacher is one that realized he was a really good actor. He thought he was going to get in trouble after a class. And the <laughs> teacher was like, no, you have like some raw potential there. Like, I want to see this grow. And then he mentioned how when he moved to L.A., he worked at Shakey's Pizza for about a year. So I'm like, oh, write that down. I didn't really write it down because I'm driving. Make a mental note. <laughs> That'd be weird if I pulled out a pen. <laughs> Sorry. Today's top story, radio personality, Steve Miggs, got into a huge accident because he was writing down Shakey's Pizza for some reason into a notepad. We'll never know Those what are, it means. dying words, you know what I mean? Shakey's like the, the Jeep's all trash. He's laying there and written in blood. It says Shakey's Pizza. Steve's rosebud <laughs> is exactly. Shakey's Pizza. pizza. <laughs> Ask him about Shakey's Pizza. Ask who? <laughs> is that where the money's buried, Steve? Shakey's Pizza. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm going to, I was like, if this interview is going well, and if it's not, this will be my last question regardless. I'm going to, because I like asking stupid questions. I love questions. when Steve asks that, just silence. Yeah. Just total silence. My, my favorite thing anytime we have an interview is the, hey, can I ask you a stupid question? <laughs> yeah, I like to preface it. Please. Yeah, Because then right. that, that gets them in their head like, oh boy. Or it gets them in the head like, yeah, I want to hear a stupid question. So I have no idea how this is going to go. But so far, the interview is going well. Yeah. And so this is when this all goes down, me in the Shakey's Pizza moment. This is going to be probably the dumbest question anyone's ever asked you, Billy, and I hope you don't uh, get annoyed by me, but I have to ask you. It won't won't be. Okay. Well, you haven't heard it yet. (laughs) So you mentioned how when you first moved to Hollywood, you started working at Shakey's Pizza, and you worked there for an extended period of time. What's your take on pineapple on pizza? This is the big debate with everybody these days. You've worked in the pizza industry. Oh, listen, first of all, that's not a dumb question at all. I get that question 100%, and it's so much better than things I've heard before. Yes, yes. Uh, so right there, I'm losing my Yeah, that's awesome. He's like, that's mind. not a stupid question. That's incredible. Like, I 100% understand that question. I was like, ah! He was probably expecting something that's about, like, Angelina killer. Jolie, any of the like, random crap. Yeah. No, we want to find out that. the real oh, issue. That's such a win, dude. You worked in the pizza industry. I want to know your opinion on this. This <laughs> that is not a dumb question at all. That is a serious matter. Glenn, at this moment, I'm looking at the Rev, because that's like, usually, yeah. whenever, like, some weird moment, like, Rev is always my, like, litmus test. Like, is this really freaking happening? Yeah, right. there going, what the I'm like, dying. I'm dying because he's just, like, on it. He's like, all right, cool. This is a question I have no issue answering. Right. He's right, like, oh, my God, yes, I could answer this. No questions about vials <laughs> of blood. not going to start any weird uh, tabloid thing. No, I don't care about tabloids. I don't care about making news with my questions. It'd be great if it was on the star, like, pineapples on pizza. Billy Bob Thornton, you know, like, I so. yeah. his whole should I be looking thing. up TMZ right now? You know? Yeah, I'm suspended with all the trades. Yeah. All right, so here's Billy Bob's answer about whether or not pineapple should be on pizza. Hope you're listening, Tom. I, you know, I do not. I'm not big on the pineapple and pizza thing. Yes. 
I, wow. Uh, I, we might have to end this interview. I think it might have to be <laughs> That figures. That makes sense that BJ would be into it. I kind of like pineapple. My pineapple wife loves fine. it. It's, it's not bad, man, but... Man, I don't like pine- I don't like Canadian ham. I don't like Hawaiian pizzas. No offense to Hawaii. You don't like Canadian bacon. You don't like ham. Well, Canadians don't even think it's Canadian bacon. They're like well, it's, it's just ham. ham. It I remember ham. asking one of my <laughs> hockey friends. I'm like, hey, bro, I was drunk. I'm like, hey, man, so that's Canadian. Why do you guys call that Canadian? We don't. Why do you call that it's bacon? Ham. They're like, we don't know why you guys say that. That's Canadian bacon. <laughs> we call that ham on a pizza. <laughs> so here he is. They're talking a little bit about why. This is where it's gonna. This is the rift right hey, here. JD, good luck with your band, man. Oh, yeah, I don't know yeah. if I can talk with you guys. <laughs> I, I like pizza uh, from Shakey's. First of all, I really liked it because it was always thin enough for me. You know, yeah. thin pizza, really good. And uh, but the pineapple on pizza was uh, what my problem with it was is that the pineapple pineapple always made the dough wet underneath each piece of pineapple. Uh, Not about the flavor. I I didn't mind the flavor. But you had to have, you had to eat it right then. You couldn't take it home because by the time you get home, there's there's doughy spots all over the pizza because of the pineapple. Like he gave the greatest answer that, to why he doesn't like pineapple on pizza. That's so on point, man. So right? much respect. What a great interview, dude, Steve. Yeah, no, it was a great question. What a win. See, Tony. When we order pizza, I'm like, go ahead and get your half Billy Bob. Or no, my half will be Billy Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. That I, I the whole time I'm just listening to him and I'm like he's giving like a sincere he's answer. answering you yeah, he's yeah. Like, dude let me tell you about this <laughs> and then we started talking like some about like you know because I was like hey so what was the dumbest question and he didn't give us the exact question but it was basically sometimes he'll go on a show and people just want to talk about his pat like his personal stuff and he always hates that and yeah. then he had a funny story about how one time he just didn't want to answer the question so he just said I'm Benjamin Franklin. And then that became like a story on the news, like Billy Bob Thorne thinks he's Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks he's been reincarnated. Yeah. You know, and and he's it's, like, no, I just had no answer, and I didn't want to answer this question. I even specifically told him that you can't ask these yeah, questions. Please don't ask me. Right. Please, leave, just leave me alone. He's like, you know, I'm yeah. willing to answer anything. I'll talk about anything. doesn't but matter who I'm sleeping with. I don't want to talk about that. Right. I make movies. Can we, can we, you know, please? I have enough to talk about. I'm a fun guy. I could, I could, I could, I could hold a conversation. You this, don't need to ask me these. This just did. Billy Bob Thornton is a mushroom. He said, he was a fun guy. <laughs> you know, TMZ splashing that everywhere. Right. So then we had this really cool talk about all that kind of stuff. And yeah. it just ended up to him then sharing a great story about uh, when, and you should listen to the interview. It's at KSW.com. Yep. Um, about back in the day when he was taking acting classes and he was just not a good actor in his head because he just didn't do, like, he didn't know his right spots. He didn't know when to, t- to pause. And he used to piss this one woman off <laughs> who was a classmate because she was like, when are you going to get these things right? Like, And one time she said that basically during a performance at a Ooh. play. And he's like, yeah, one time I just recently, I was just thinking about her and I went online to see if she was, and it was just kind of funny to hear Billy Bob Thornton was like Facebook stalking an old classmate. What's she doing now? It, it, makes, it makes me feel a little bit yeah. more normal when I do it. Yeah, like right? I, I wondered what she was up to. <laughs> this so, A-list yeah. actor, director, is a human musician. Being. Yeah, yeah, does right. everything that I do. Like he has moments of just like, I wonder what she looks like now. I wonder if she continued to Did act. Did he tell you? Yeah, he said that she he didn't talk about like the looks part, but he said, hey, yeah, she still did some acting after that. I'm like, oh, you should reach out to her and just tell her. You remember that guy you got annoyed with? I guess with? I got it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, nanu, nanu, did, he I win? Win? did he win a couple Oscars for Sling Blade? Oh, he had I think to he did, It'd yeah. be great if you just mailed her one, like, I got it right. <laughs> 
you know? Dude, it was definitely one of the coolest moments of my entire radio career. Was oh, it's great. Asking what was like one of my all time favorite celebrities, Billy Bob Thornton. And I got to ask him the most ridiculous question, and he, he and he enjoyed it. Oh, that was rad. He's like, that's not stupid at all. That's yeah. actually a really important question, man. Like, that's incredible. Oh, that's great, dude. Oh, you yeah. can tell those two both, like, because there's him and, the, and one of the members of the band. You could tell, like, I would imagine every time they go into any interview, there's that, oh, boy, is this going to be one of those interviews where all they're going to want to talk to me about is Sling Blade or, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. or something along those lines. And, and I can imagine that there's always that, like, oh... And you could hear their voice at the end of that interview. Even Billy's like, I'll come, I'd love to come on anytime with you guys. That oh, was fun. yeah. Right? I had a sure. good time talking to you guys. And that's, that's cool. That's way, that's like better than any other sort of, you're going to get a sound bite and maybe be like noticed for a little bit, but you're going to ruin a relationship that yep. you might actually get with someone. And yep. just with that, it'd be amazing if we could actually, did you just toot? Yeah, I did. Sorry. Okay. Well, that's fine. Cause I already did too. <laughs> so. the, You're saying nice things about me. So like, I didn't want to interrupt you. Like a chair creaked on the other side <laughs> yeah, of the room. I know. I bet it was. I bet the mic picked You're it up. Poop yourself, man. I, be I bet it did. It's yeah. Probably on mic. I oh, thought yeah. it, I was looking over there to figure out what moved. Or, yeah, yeah. No, it, was a, it was a little kid behind me on a bicycle with a card in the spokes. That wasn't me. I <laughs> right, promise. Right. Or did I tell my wife every time. Oh, there's some duck. There's a duck following. I us. say barking spiders. Yeah. Yeah. My wife doesn't believe. <laughs> no, me. No, I agree, dude. Like I, I, I usually just say I'm sorry. <laughs> What's wrong? Yeah, come on. And honest with your wife. Sometimes my wife will say. Don't point that effing thing at me. <laughs> <laughs> with me, it's always hey, get for liking pineapples on your pizza, babe. <laughs> with me, it's like, can I get away with this? <laughs> no. I heard that. Oh, guess not. Oh, dude, I don't even. Dude, I make a sound, and usually it, it hasn't even stopped happening, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just own I don't it say sorry till I smell it, and I have to leave the room. No, mine honestly, ninety nine percent of the time, and I think it's I'm lucky. Maybe it's a dietary thing. It's rare that they have any kind of odor. Oh. It's usually just a rather loud sound. Oh, I wish I had that problem. And so the sound happens, and I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. Yeah, the quieter, the usually the worse they are. Yeah, no. I wish I mean, once, didn't have a once in a while, actually, when it's bad like that, like everything will be cool, and Tony will go, oh, baby. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so <sorry>. Please. <laughs> but uh, to go back to what you were saying, Rev, I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm with you, man. Like, I remember back in the day, you'd be like, oh, I hope we could get this salacious answer and we could send it to all the trades and we'll get some press from this. And I remember there were times where we had stuff that was like pretty, like, controversial comments and they get picked up by places it does nothing for you yeah. it does nothing yeah a local radio program right. it never affects you well, in would, the ratings world no one's coming to us for that i would, I would, people I would come think to us for a fun conversation wanna, yeah that, i think it's like yeah. oh, i don't want to talk to those guys they're the ones that you know that ask really uncomfortable yeah, questions they talk to shelly duvall about her lopsided boob or something you know like i don't want to talk to those guys no no but i'd rather them think you know what i don't <laughs> really I was get trying time. to think of something random so, yeah, time to start googling <laughs> about that uh, i'm sure her boobs are fine i probably shouldn't have said that you know? <laughs> i'm like is this don't a reach thing? out to the trades is this a thing <laughs> going on tmz just reporting glenn cannon says that shelly duvall has lopsided boobs is shelly duvall the chick from the shining yes yes okay yeah, yeah. it was you only remember that scene with her in the lopsided boob <laughs> No, that's Jack Nicholson, Steve. Oh, my bad. Rude. It was the Red Rum Girls. All work and no play makes Jack a what the hell is going on with your boobs? <laughs> but yeah, Miss Duvall, if you're out there, I'm sorry. I really enjoyed The Shining. But I think about like Kevin Smith, who loves coming on our show because he knows that he's not going to ever be attacked. He's called in for a, a topic. topic. Yep. 
Because he saw us posted, he's oh, like, oh, really? Twitter. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, can I call in? I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. He saw the t- topic being posted on Twitter, and he's like, hey, I have something to say about this story. Can I call in? And we're like, no, Kevin. Unless you're promoting <laughs> something, you can't come on our show. Like, yes. And like that, that's how it felt with Billy. Like, it was so casual. Mm-hmm. Like, all I could think is, and I wish she could be like, hey, man, can, you, can we can have you on the podcast as well? Because I think we could have... And yeah. two hour oh, conversation with this conversation. guy. Yeah, it sounds you know, it sounds like he's yeah. He's just a dude. Yeah. Oh man. Just it confirms that I need to have a drink with the guy. Yes, absolutely. I don't even know if he drinks, but it's weird. It could even um, be a glass of water. Right? I gotta assume he's that cat that would sit down with me and, and have a a glass of whiskey. Yeah. But you never know. Be like, man, I had to knock that off because I had to drop thirty pounds for this role. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But uh you know, he's played roles where he's a power drinker, mm-hmm. and it's like- You just assume because well, you see him on, as a role. It's like, yeah, that guy didn't do any research for this role. He looked in the mirror and was like, I can do this. <laughs> you know? like, I've, I've got been this. preparing yeah. for like, this. If they asked me to play that role, I'd be like, cool. He's like, hold my beer. Now give me that whiskey. Yeah, do you want to go study anything? <laughs> no. I'll, I'll just reflect now upon I got the past. This. Don't worry about it. Yeah, dude, it was cool, man. It was definitely one of those moments where I, when it was all over, I was like, that- that's going to be one of those moments I'll never forget. That's a total yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was fun, man. It was, it was, it was, it was pretty sweet. Uh, another um, text message, and you can text us at 253-271-4787. Migs, did you see what happened to Jim Ross? Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, this is going to be a wrestling talk, but it's oh, very interesting. Say, who's oh who's Jim Ross? Jim Ross is like one of the most like legendary announcers S- Steven, for wrestling. Steven, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, he just he just wifed you. Ouch, this is actually a fun story. Oh, some coffee, Go get some coffee. Fun. Yeah, get some coffee. <laughs> we'll get talk about coffee. it. Oh, man, dude. Yeah, so I'll wait for him while he's getting all that in order to... Yeah, I can, I can give you the basic premise. Um, so Jim Ross was hospitalized mm. uh, because of something that happened during New Japan Pro Wrestling. And this happened this past weekend on Saturday night. I watched it because my wife wasn't feeling good. So one of the highlights of that being was that she felt, she didn't feel good, so she fell asleep on my lap. And then I got to watch wrestling live. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> so Jim Ross and Josh Barnett, who's a former UFC champion, also involved in the world of wrestling. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're the play-by-play and color commentary guys for New Japan Pro Wrestling on Access Television. Oh, I didn't even realize that they were on Axis. Oh, yeah, dude. Every weekend. Really? Yeah, set your DVR. Mm. I, don't, I have no idea what time it shows. Just because you have the DVR. I just have it on the DVR, <laughs> and it just says record. <laughs> so thankfully, that's how I'm able to get by with it. So, yeah, so they do the color commentary and play-by-play for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Well, they had a big special on Saturday where it's like their, it's like one of their big events, and they did it live on Access TV. Uh, what, what did I miss for me in? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing really, actually. We just talked about your coffee obsession. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jim Ross, Josh Barnett, they're the play-by-play and color commentary guy for New Japan Pro Wrestling. They did a big live special on Saturday that I watched. So there was a match going on while all this was happening, and one of the guys, Jay White, was wrestling Juice Robinson. And it was a great match, awesome match, which I'd love to talk about when we get done with this because Juice Robinson delivered one of the funniest promos that even if you're not a wrestling fan, you will find hilarious. Uh, but JR and Josh Barnett are doing the commentary right by like a barricade right by ringside. Well, Jay does like a suplex move to Juice and slams him into that barricade, which is loose. And it hits the table, which in turn knocks Jim Ross over off on, off his chair. Oh, dude. And Jim's an older guy. And apparently, <laughs> according to reports, he had to go to the hospital with a broken rib. Oh, from this. whoa. 
So I thought wrestling wasn't real. It isn't. <laughs> it's real to me, damn it. It's real with the announcers, not oh, with the wrestlers. Yeah, the doctor's nailed. like, Ugh. So again, then you missed this part. Josh Barnett used to be in the UFC. He was a UFC champion. Had like a record of like 20-something and eight losses. Like he's a beast. He's a big dude. He's a heavyweight champion at one point. And he's still in great shape. He's not like an older guy. He's just too old for being competitive in the UFC. Well, he, apparently him and Jim are pretty good friends because he got so pissed at the wrestler that did that that he just completely forgot that he was on live television. Oh, no. Dropped the F word and then left the booth and chased the guy for a second. Like, the wrestler uh, goes I, into I would the run, ring. You run from retired UFC fighters. Yes. You run. Like, even some people were joking on uh, Twitter, like, the moment that Josh Barnett forgot that he's a wrestling announcer. Oh, man, wow. So here's the, the play-by-play as it was going on. And, like, you will hear, not only will he drop the F-bomb a few times, but oh. JR even drops the S-bomb. During this, and like he never curses. At it, least was, not. it was an accident, though, right? Or no? It was clearly an accident, but I think what they were upset about was the fact that he did it right in front of their table. Like, he could have picked anywhere else, but he did it right there, and accidents will happen, but apparently also aggression will happen, too. Yeah. So here's how this all unfolded on uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, that's fine first. That's a sickening thud right in front of us here on the uh, ring post. Fine to steal. Steel wins every time. Ooh. And there goes Jim. Wow, you've done f***ed up now. <laughs> that, and that's Josh Barnett, like, giving him the hairiest of eyeballs. Like, you screwed up, mother effer. <laughs> and now he's getting up. Oh, dude. Where's my hat? I love Jim Ross. Where's my hat? <laughs> like someone said, like a true Oklahoman. Got to get his cowboy hat back on. <laughs> oh, I'm fine. Well, you'll uh, oh, here. Josh is so pissed. I'm watching the video I'm of it. Causing me, folks. This uh, impetuousness, you can't. Uh, sometimes you can't slow the horses down. I get that. Not the place for it. Appreciate it. You see that motherfucker run? No, I'm not okay. Somebody asked. The lack of control out here is ridiculous. The officials should get their shit together. <laughs> Josh, like, like, just seeing him, Dude. just like charging the rest of the rest, like, oh, what's going on? No, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you, my favorite line of the whole thing: "You done effed up." Yeah. <laughs> That was hilarious. <laughs> That's the fighter in him right there. That is so. Could funny. you imagine if he got his hands on the guy's a lot smaller than him? That would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have been hilarious. That's when wrestling like, gets real. He's gigantic. <laughs> like, what would he have done if he caught him? What do you do? Probably thumped him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been, it would have been really bad, dude. I'm going to punch yeah, you with, with, with the cameras rolling, you know, it's, it's never good. <laughs> and this is live on access ca- cable television. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they typically encourage you to curse. Yeah. You, people, can, you can look it up on uh, AXS. They had a little clip right on their Twitter page yes, that I was did. able to find well, that out. It's interesting. I mean, you know, I, I heard what was edited here, but that entire audience of what sounded like about 1,000 people. Oh, are, it was like, I think, 12,000 or something. Are chanting yeah. a-hole in yep. unison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can get away with that? Sure. Uh, maybe they're saying. Um, <laughs> so I was sitting here. I was waiting to look over and see Rev panicked, and instead I saw Rev cracking up. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. Yes, allegedly, right. it, it could have been saying um, Ace Full. Or, That's right. Yeah. Yes, That's right. Yes, Ace. 
ace. This he's is ace. what Number happens one. when you find a stranger in the Alps, Rev. <laughs> yep. This is what happens when you find a stranger in the oh, Alps. Yeah. The old basic cable edits there. Or maybe, you know, maybe they just always wanted Ace of Base to come back and play some rock and roll. And it was just maybe, they're, roll, maybe they're talking about a volcano and it's the ash Oh, that could be that that's too. Right. You know, I, I mean, so. I my ears aren't all that good. No, no. <laughs> yeah, but we'll just pretend that. No. So, um, I mentioned though, uh, this guy Juice Robinson, who's a wrestler. He used to wrestle in the WWE. Didn't work out for him. He was CJ Parker in NXT. He got let go, and then even one of the guys that worked for like in management said, "Look, just go somewhere else, get better, become a star." And he did just that <clears throat> with New Japan Pro Wrestling. The guy is just full of charisma. And before his match against Jay White. He, uh, you know, I don't know if it was fake or not, whatever, but he injured his hand and he broke his hand and he had this great promo that he was being interviewed about the match he was going to have with Jay. And it led to some of the greatest um, quotable moments ever. Here, you guys check it out. I'm no doctor. That's a broken metacarpal. Okay, Jay, guess what? I got 206 bones, mother... 206, I think. I might be wrong. Good thing I don't have Twitter so nobody can let me know. I got 206 <laughs> bones, you broke one. I still got 205. I know what you're doing. I never said you weren't smart. You're smart. And you're a badass. You know that's how I win my matches. I punch motherfuckers in the jaw, and then I hit them with pulp friction. You're smart, Jay. But your heart and your nuts, they're little small, shriveled up pieces of Whoa. I'm all heart and nuts. Heart in one broken hand, nuts in the other, mother <laughs> San Francisco? Whoo! San Francisco! I'm an American. That's an American belt. It's in America. On America's birthday. You ain't an American. Know who needs that belt? An American. I'm gonna be coming into San Francisco, red, white, and blue, sparklers shooting out of my nipples, and launching bald eagles out of my ass. That's right. <laughs> Jay. I can with you just like you Oh. Alright? I forgot. Yeah! Oh, Juice, he's flamboyant and he wears rainbows and he hops around and acts like an ass. I'll see you in San Francisco. And you know what? I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, Mata Ashta, mother. Mata Asate, mother. Mata Shiasate, mother. I'm gonna see you all over Japan before we step foot in San Francisco. And when we do, I am going to whoop your ass and I will take that U.S. championship. Greatest thing ever. That is great. You need to get the guy in some oxygen or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's intensity. It's like, dude. I'm going to be coming into San Francisco, red, white, and blue, sparklers shooting out of my nipples, and launching bald eagles out of my ass. That's right. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. Probably That's not, right. Not the best way to enter San Francisco, but okay. I can't think of a better man. You know? So then after the, uh, after the match, he did a post-match uh, interview also equally as entertaining uh, from Juice Robinson. Oh, I, I never edited that, so maybe we won't do that one. Here, we'll do this one. <laughs> Thank you. It felt really good. Who is that? That's a red, white, and blue, brother. I'm sorry I lied. I said I was going to come with sparklers shooting out of my nipples and bald eagles launching out of my ass. Well, apparently there's building codes and violations that can be broken, and I couldn't do that. <laughs> that is fantastic. I love that guy, man. He's oh, freaking great. great. Who was that again? Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson. He's got these crazy dreads. He's super flamboyant, out, out over the top kind of a wrestler, and he's just kind of coming into his own. Sounds like my man right there. Oh, dude, he's he's fantastic. He's he's the next great thing when it comes to wrestling. 
Um, oh, we got an email. Congratulations, Rev. Uh-huh. This is at themigscast at gmail.com. Congrats on getting your new house. Oh, thank you. I'm way behind in the daily podcast, but you mentioned about needing to acquire lawn care equipment. Uh-huh. I wanted to share what I use. It's extremely low maintenance because I'm lazy and would rather play video games. He's, got, your he's, guy. he's got a goat, Rev. But it does our entire <laughs> 0.8-acre lawn on two batteries that it comes with. Link at bottom. And I got to say... Uh, Alex, who's the one who sent this, you guys rock. Thank you. Uh, also, thank you, Alex. You completely wasted my morning because I spent the entire morning just drooling, even though I don't have a lawn to mow. Yeah, you, you don't know, even have one. You got someone else to do it thing? for you. Talk to us it's about a, It's a thing. battery-powered lawnmower, and the thing is fantastic. It's, it's a Greenworks uh, Twin Force cordless lawnmower, and it's got its own battery, so you just get it. You don't have to use gas. Nice. And he, you buy it on Amazon. It comes in three pieces. You put it together, and I was reading all these reviews, because that's what huh. I did. I fell down this wormhole of <laughs> reviews, and they're all super positive. So here, you can keep that, but that's nice. uh, if you need a lawnmower. Ooh. See, we got one. This is, this is my morning. I'm like, oh, this is incredible. I jumped. This was last week. I jumped my mower twice. and Jumped it? Yeah. That's what I call it when I hit something large and steel, and it uh-huh. stops the mower dead, and it jumps about three feet in the air. Oh, jeez. I jumped it twice. Oh. Yeah, the first time was oh, this yeah. big steel water plate cover thing because I have to ma- mow in front of my hedgerow out by the road. Uh huh. And um, I didn't see it tucked in there against the phone pole, and I got into that, and yeah, I put the mower about three feet in the air. Yeah, reasonably priced. And I had to flip it on its side and make sure the shaft wasn't bent. One of the blades was <laughs> We're bent. Still talking down. about a lawnmower. <laughs> oh, dude, I had to bend the blades back. Uh, anyway, jeez. Uh, yeah, and then well, I forget what the other thing was. The first time I ever did it, I hit the grounding spike for my house trying to shave, <gasps> up, or shave, mow up. I guess it's the same thing in a weird way. <laughs> shave my lawn. Yeah, dude, just uh, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> but this time of year, I call it the dust bowl because you know how it is. Everyone oh. just lets their lawn die. Yep. But then other stuff will still kind of grow, and you got patches yeah. of growth, so it becomes just like yeah, you know, ghetto as hell. Well, and that's, so I had to go like out and mow a hooker's dude, p- private parts. Dude, I had like dirt. I, I had Ew. dirt and dust in my teeth. Gross. Like, it was oh. that bad mowing the dust bowl, and of course, it just beats your shins bloody because there's pine cones and gravel yep. and rocks. And see, I love it's it. It's miserable, man. We I need shin guards when I used to mow the lawn oh, because I would just destroy dude. rocks. Would just come up and keep hitting my oh, ankles man. and my calves. And where I'm living right now, we've got a really nice lawn. Like the mm-hmm. backyard is itty bitty. We I have I have a push mower, like mm-hmm. zero power push mower that. Sort Sort of, kind of works on some stuff. Usually, it's to get rid of the extra weeds that are popping up. Yeah. Um. But you need to get that thing, man. Yeah, I know. We have a uh, a gas mower that was left by the uh, the old uh, the old uh, owners, and uh, it's pretty cool. But I don't need it. Like I don't need a gas mower. It took mm-hmm. it takes me because I actually had to mow it uh, for the fourth. Uh, it took me like I don't know, like fifteen minutes. From taking it out of the tool shed to putting it back into the tool oh, shed man. to yep. the front yard, it. I've got that I'm great so big happy. lot. It takes me. Oh yeah, it's no. about an hour. Yeah, an hour that. mowing time, and that's and then uh, you know getting the th- if I don't like whatever an hour and five minutes talking getting, about getting sun- the mower out putting yeah. it away, but it's at yeah. least an hour. Dude. Yeah, I used to gassing uh, it up. Yep, at the at the rental. Uh, I always hate when the gas ran out and I didn't have any extra gas <sighs> no, in the can. Dude. I'm like, I gotta go to the gas station. Just for this freaking well, lawn. I, I've, yeah. I've gotten better. I've taken a couple of trees out, but my my lawn is also a, a damn obstacle course. Like when I first moved That's in there. The other one was for us, I used too. to call it the gauntlet. Like you had to duck under this tree <laughs> and go between this hedge, and you had to kind of like spider crawl under that tree, and it was just like, who, who, why? Yeah. 
So yeah, we bought the place. I was like, chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dealing with that anymore. Oh, I want to pave it and paint it green, man. I finally got Tawny behind it. She's like, I'm down with that. I'm like, yeah. BJ has the fake grass. I don't want to do that. I, I just don't want to do fake grass. I saw the picture. It I would nice. do a Lee, I would do a Lee press on lawn in a heartbeat. You can talk really to him about it. it. It's it doesn't look too bad, but. For me, just I'll. You're, a, you're an American. Something you're like, like that. Fireworks I guess. coming out of your uh, nipples and bald eagles flying out of your ass. Right? I'm thinking like, yeah. I want like a dirt patch with various size from small to semi-large <laughs> basketball-sized stones, and then I want random animal debris and skulls. You know, like you that's old, that's you, my yard. Basically, I want my yard to look like a scene out of Walker, Texas Ranger, man. That's, that's what I'm shooting. Well, nice. and that's what we've got with ours because it was already created that way. We've got like a uh, we got a, 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 a like boardwalks. We've got stones and stuff like that because the guy who made it wanted a nautical theme way back in the day. It's rad. I've yeah. seen the photos of your oh, property. Yeah. It's so yeah, cool. Yeah, for the man. house farming, I'll let you know when you uh, when uh, when it yeah, is. But please. you guys will be able to come down. Can and I check bring it out. your old neighbor? Yes. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 Sorry, Glenn. Uh, actually, I'm not having. A housewarming party. Uh, I don't know who are you. I, I know you don't miss her, but do you feel her absence? Like Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <sighs> like I absolutely do feel her absence because ever since I've moved, I haven't heard you a car alarm. I haven't heard her. If you hear a car alarm, would you freak out thinking it's her and she's back? No. Oh, you sorry. just farted again. I, are you okay, man? The vegetables. That's all I eat is vegetables. Well, you- <laughs> It's my wife's fault. <laughs> Take it up with her. Oh, yeah, sure. Blame the wife. I do, all the time. I just heard you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't miss her at all. Not in the slightest. Okay. That is itty bitty bitty you, bitty you don't not feel even. like no. something in your no. life is missing. Now. Not at all. I have all my new neighbors that are uh, a little bit different, a little bit weird in their own fun ways, and I'm okay with it. Are they yeah. quiet and friendly? Uh, everyone so far has been absolutely, yes. Either quiet or friendly. Uh, I like that. Yeah. That's my neighborhood right there, man. I like Everybody's quiet chill. and friendly. Yeah, Do I know your name. You know mine. We don't have to visit with each other. And you know what? I'm down with visiting everyone because- 100%. I, I agree. This is like- I need more friends. This is home purgatory. I'm kind of okay with knowing everyone here because for the most part, we're going to be- like yeah. everyone's going to be everyone, and we might as well be friends with them. When I was yeah. renting, I didn't give a crap, and but you now know. you're stuck there. Oh no, absolutely, yeah. yeah. According to the bank, you got you know. I, ha- I have it till the bank says otherwise. You've got twenty nine point <laughs> one one years to go, yeah. dude. Uh, no, it's still thirty. I haven't made the first payment yeah. yet. <laughs> thirty years. You got thirty years to go, and of the thirty years, maybe like uh, like a one percent of it's actually going to the principal. Oh the my god, right? So I know ridiculous. they tell you all these things about it, and I'm like, oh yeah, how much am I actually spending on this house, oh, dude? Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Well, and I don't know what it's what's like in Tacoma, but I know um, our 2018 assessment just came in, and our house is now a little over 500 thou. Yeah, it's going and, it's going and up. They're going to tax me based on that. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah, I feel like they should tax you on what you paid for that. No, the, a lot of states do that. They call that a like grandfather something day. 13. It's called the yeah. ruling 13 or something. But it, it's like, look, you because it's like all these people that bought houses in 1956 in West Seattle. They can't afford the property taxes on them now, and they're having to sell them and move, move out of their homes because right. now mm-hmm. the state says their house is worth $1.2 million. And you're which, like, oh. I'm sure these people are cashing in, but they're also losing their home. Right, because now they um, got to move somewhere else that's... Yeah, and you can't, yeah. you know, you can't move anywhere within King County for... Oh, no, it's not King County at that point. Oh, like, yeah, you're you moving, forget it. Forget yeah, you're it. moving to somewhere else. Yeah, like, I'm, I, I'm I stoked that I bought essentially an equity bomb, but yeah, my property taxes are... Good God. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it is painful, bro. Yeah, when I see like I'm like, oh sweet, like we've already in the like however many years our house is worth a hundred thousand dollars more than when we bought it. 
Like, that's great if we want to sell it, but in order to get a house that's even nicer it's than that. 30 miles from here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, this is, no, we're stuck here. Like, we're, this is this is our home for as long as humanly possible until my wife completely drives me to the point where we need to get a new one. <laughs> we need a new one, yeah. But, like, yeah, she yeah. loves it, too, so thankfully. But I think she'll be sick of the house way before I will be. Like, I would be fine spending the next 30 years in this house. Yeah, I'm, and I'm like, I was like that with apartments. Like, move. Yeah. Oh, no. Why See, would we move? Tony be like, this place is a dump. Be like, it's home. It's our dump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. our you know, dump. I'm just that kind of guy. Like, move. We got an email. Why would I go anywhere? Uh, from uh, <laughs> Jessica saying, please don't read my name out loud. Oh, oops. Sorry, Jessica. I'm <laughs> kidding. That's <laughs> not her name. But uh, she said, hey, guys, I haven't written. Th- her subject is, please don't read my name out loud with a heart on it. And we won't. Uh, I haven't written in to say hi in a while. And I thought I would, now would be a good time. If you remember, last year uh, I was moving to California. Well, I'm back. I'm a Washingtonian again. Oh, it's our friend Gypsy Wolf. Oh, Not nice. Okay, name. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just uh, now um, we met her at Migs Fest. The first one, yeah, yeah. I remember Book Dragon, her. super yeah. awesome person. Yeah, uh, I'm a Washingtonian again. I'm not going to get into details, but that was unfortunately not a good situation. I'm safe, much happier now that I'm back. I'm happy. I'm not going to. I'm not going to miss Migs Fest three. Nice. I'm happy that you're back because that's that's awesome and you're in a better place. I'm also hoping to see you guys perform at Pain in the Grass. Please, if you do, uh, hopefully we'll run into you. It's always great seeing you. Uh, the real reason I'm writing the email is saying I love you guys and thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for the podcast. You guys kept the light alive in the darkest part of my world. Thank you for sharing your struggles, your pains, your joys, and all the stupid random S. That's for you, Rev. There's a lot of random S. The S part, not the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that yeah. way... Shut she, up. You're the one who's farting over there. Well, she didn't say so that was... Oh, like, that's what I uh, you meant. Is. Love you guys. P.S. Migs, that fight was epic. So happy for you and that you got to wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> you rock there. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome Thank back. It's, I'm, I'm happy Thank to hear that so you're in a better much. place. Yeah, totally. And I think we've said it many times. It's probably sound like a broken record, but when you get emails like that and you realize us being so transparent and being open about what's going on in our world helps people and makes... Glenn. That was... <laughs> that was my mic, That was dude. gross. Okay, because I was about to... Okay. It is his mic. Okay, because yeah. I was like, that was that was from the bowels. I'm a mic the fiddler. Depth. I shift around a lot. I'm and, a and mic I, fiddler. I move my mic a lot, man. <laughs> mic fiddler. Mic fiddler. It means the world to us knowing that our fun little podcast can make people's days a little bit better. God, yes, absolutely. I mean, we can't even put it into words. That's that's really the the, the, the driving force behind why we love doing the Migscast. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last thing says, uh, guys, did you see the dude that's trying to propose legalized happy endings at massage parlors? <laughs> yes. You know, <laughs> did you see the story? You got to fight the fights that are worth fighting. This, Bro, you know, this like, nerd, man. This guy, good for him, man. This guy, have you seen the audio? <laughs> he's, trying the audio? To, he's trying to make the world a better place. Man. Have you seen this guy or heard no, him? Oh, my no God. Dude, when you hear this guy's voice, it sounds like a guy that you would think would fight for happy ending. Because <laughs> he's that desperate for it. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, yeah, hook me up. Dude. Now, oh, uh, this morning we played- I love that this is happening in the world. Like, what are we going to do about North Korea? What are we going to do about these happy endings? <laughs> this happened in Kansas City uh, at one of their city council meetings. A guy by the name of Chris Flowers, he actually stood up in front of the city council and proposed legalizing <laughs> prostitution and had a well-thought-out, also a rather dirty uh, speech Talking about why. Look, if you take him to dinner and take him to a movie and take him to a concert, it, 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 you're still spending the money. It's the same thing. It's <laughs> you know, That would be a logical one. He had a very out there uh, rationalization behind why there should be legalized happy endings. So, Rev, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't have a chance to bleep these. Oh, Jesus. So uh, you might have to work a little extra hard. Oh, everybody's getting that. Extra hard? Yeah, extra hard. Mm-hmm. But it'll be worth Don't it. Don't worry, man. With a stroke of your pen, you can write down the time stamp. You just shafted me, didn't you? <laughs> 
Guys are being all stiff on each other. Uh, so here's part one of him talking to the Kansas City Commission. My hero. Chris Flowers wanting legalized His happy endings. His last name is Flowers. Yes. <laughs> of course it is. So I propose this. The <laughs> right? I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so everybody, so I want to propose it. Hey guys. <laughs> hey guys. Everybody, hey guys. I just want to be able to have a happy ending oh, out of a God. song. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, this oh. is what I propose. <laughs> My panther off. Oh, just touch it. Uh-oh. All right, here we go. It allows for licensed masseurs to give genital massages if the masseur and the client both agree to it. We let someone get naked and, and have every other part of their body touched and rubbed by a massage therapist. Hell, we let proctologists spend their day f- men and sticking things up their anus. So Can we if pause someone there? Wants I have to- a thought. <laughs> I have thoughts about this. You see. Now tell us what you have to say. <laughs> Nothing about a visit to the proctologist's office is pleasant or comfortable. As a man that's been f***ed by another grown man and almost wept, I want to say that that's not a relevant argument. It's a terrible point. I terrible agree. Point. It's not very pleasurable. I couldn't look his receptionist in the eye afterwards. <laughs> she looked up at me and smiled, and I, I, I died a little bit inside. It took me two weeks before I could shake another human being's hand. <laughs> wants to yank a guy's crank, I say let him. <laughs> really? In front of the city council. Yes! My man. And it continues. Picture this. A big old sweaty fat guy. Would getting him off with your hand actually be that much worse than giving him a full body massage, getting up in there under the folds of fat, or being the proctologist sticking your finger his ass. If a <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dave. He, he hesitated. He hesitated. Like, should I say ass or? And then, but the proctologist argument really doesn't even make sense to me because no. nothing. Like the proctologist is like, look, dude, I'm doing this to make sure you don't die. Here's and as the guy, you're like, look, dude, I know you're doing this to make sure I don't die. This sucks for everyone involved. Let's just do this. Good God. You know. Okay. Right? How does everything feel? You feel okay? Thanks. You know. Here's. I'll, Right? You know, there's the proctologist argument just doesn't hold up for See, me. See, I'm not one at for, all. I'm not one for bullying, but God, give this guy a swirly and get him the hell out of Here's there. <laughs> Cuz Christ. Dude, Imagine being his doctor. The next time you see him, you're like, wait a second. You're finding that pleasurable? You need a new doctor. Uh, no, I was no, trying to draw a parallel between the fact that you put your fingers Sorry. in me. Uh, he thought long and hard about this argument. I don't see a reason why a massage therapist can't put her fingers in me, too. A grown adult wants a... a another grown adult, and another grown adult is willing to give one for money, then let them. That would truly be a happy ending for everyone. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. He did not make eye contact with anyone. He was no! just looking down, reading those he notes. Can't. How? And somewhere, how? his mother is weeping. Yeah, just weeping. Dude. Yeah, she probably she's probably tired of hearing him talk about it at home. And she's like, "Why don't you go to the city council about?" It? He's like, "I will." Okay, mom, I'll totally go do that. I'm, pi- I'm picturing, happy dude. Yeah. I'm picturing the birth where it's like, "Congratulations, it's a sexless nerd," you know, and oh. she's handed the baby like, man, man. Oh boy. I mean, I do I re- not want to ask him his respect- thoughts on the Last Jedi. Plus, I want to throw out there that <laughs> I have some friends that are massage therapists, and let me tell you, massage therapy versus the kind of place where you might get an old rub and tug two very different things my wife went to school for this yeah you want know the one thing you don't joke about with them about Happy is that things. that a yeah. grown adult is willing to give one for money then let them 
that would truly be a happy ending for everyone. Yeah, he's talking about massage parlors, and that's that, you go to. I go to a massage See, therapist because I'm like I'm in so much pain. My yeah. sciatica is locked up. I feel like there's a knife in the side of my leg. Take off your pants. <laughs> and when you walk out of there, you usually have black and blue spots because they had to do such deep oh, tissue the therapy deep to break tissue everything stuff. up. Yeah, yeah, man. And honestly, when I've been to see a masseuse and they've been doing that kind of stuff to me, the last thing I'm thinking is, man, here in a minute, I wonder if she'd tug on my wiener. Right. I'm sitting there going like, oh, God, go ahead and do it. Oh, you know, because they're breaking up concrete in my spine. Yeah. So, yeah, this 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 guy, one, has never seen a massage therapist. But he's seen the masseuse, a fine film <laughs> featuring Hayapacha Lee and Christy Canyon. <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, too many times. Yeah, I also feel that if an acupuncturist wants to put small needles in the head of my unit, she should be able to do so. If a grown woman wants to drive tiny little pieces of steel into another grown person's genitals, then that's okay. <laughs> Insane. Freaking insane that this guy went to city council meeting, and I, I don't know if I would. Can be, we get T-shirts made with his face on them? Oh my gosh, dude! And you got to see what this <laughs> don't immortalize yeah. him, man. Don't what was his name? Him. Ricky Flowers. Uh, Chris Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Ricky Bobby. You know, like I, I want think his I want, real name is Never Took a Woman's. I want his ah. face on a T-shirt, and I want the shirt to say "I'm with Flowers." I'm with Flowers. Pro I'm not flowers. even kidding, man. Pro Flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Happy ending. Here's what, the problem also was, this was morning. There any more happy ending hero. Was there any more audio, Steve, or is that all the that, that, that was all the uh, <laughs> audio. Oh, thank God. The crazy part about all this, like, I, I don't know if I can find it, but I, so this morning I was like writing a tease. because Did I, they, like, did they pass story. a bill or anything? I don't think they did. <laughs> no, I think passed something, but it ain't a bill. So I'm looking up to make sure. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're called erotic massages, right? Yeah. So I do a Google search. And of course, now a whole bunch of places in the Washington area pop up. And I'm like, I just Google searched erotic massages on my work computer. Let, that, let the record be known that this was why. I just want that out there. Quote, unquote, show I was doing prep. show research. Yeah, yes. yeah, sure, Steve. I have audio proof. That's the only reason why I read That's a fake text. No one actually texted me. That, that reminds me of that. The, 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 it was a Seattle detective that got in trouble. This was a few years back Under because the there was a massage. Well, it might have been the same guy. It's like, okay, two strikes, you're out. Yeah. But, uh. They um, were investigating a massage parlor for prostitution where you get a little rub and tug or God mm -hmm. knows what else. And like this de de detective in building his case. Oh, yeah. Went back for like five months straight. Yeah. I need, uh, I need some more uh, proof on this. Yeah, he was collecting evidence. You know, like I think he ended up getting suspended or fired when because they, figure. They, they were finally like, dude. And he's like, well, we're still doing research. Like the strip club uh, <laughs> like, bus. Hey, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Truly be a happy ending for everyone. Ah. <laughs> All right, we should probably get out of here. <laughs> So uh, you guys are in Olympia on Friday night giving away happy endings via the sweet sounds at our window pane. Uh, we're going to play music in Olympia. And if one adult wants to play music for another adult, then that's a happy ending for everyone. Check at out. Lake Fair in Olympia this weekend. Window paint's going to be playing a couple of new songs. Also, <laughs> your favorite window paint. Yeah, you're really good at that, Steve. Does it better I mean, than me. you're a little too good at that. If you want a proctologist test from Kristen, their basis, he's always happy to jump high in the air. I love how he goes into somewhere. character. You see how his eyelids go like half shut? Yeah. Like he's sedated slash stupid. Like this, he goes into character. He's, he becomes. Like you should get with Billy Bob Thornton and yeah. be like, bro. Master Thespian by the over way. there. Hey, Billy, I was just thinking. <laughs> Look how his face changes. His face changes. He becomes Bobby Flowers or whatever that idiot's name is. My name is uh, Chris Flowers. And I, I, I just think that if everyone's consenting, it should be okay. 
Everyone wants to tug and a rub <laughs> and a happy ending at the window page show at Olympia this Friday night. <laughs> Stay positive. Wait, wait. I'm going to be coming into San Francisco, red, white, and blue, sparklers shooting out of my nipples, and launching bald eagles out of my ass. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.